Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome. Thank you for joining me today on my commute from Northern Maryland to Southern Pennsylvania. My name is Eliza Green and together we're navigating ups and downs, bumps and bloopers, twists and turns, curves and accidents of fundraising for nonprofits and of my commute. I'm so glad you're here with me today. This episode is dedicated to Jewish organizations around the world during the time of Israel at war with Hamas. What do we do? And I'm going to lay out the questions and the feedback I'm getting from organizations everywhere. And I'm going to tell you what to do and give you some perspective. Okay, so the, the issue at hand is, and by the way, anyone else who's listening, if you're not a Jewish organization, you can still apply these lessons in other areas as well, as you'll see. Um, you could, it could be Russia with the Ukraine war. It could be other areas, even even if someone just simply likes a different cause better than yours. Listen carefully, you'll find this episode chock full of value. Okay. Um, first, before I get into the issue, I want to just give a little uh, introductory disclaimer, so to speak. And that is, we are headed into November, which means fundraising is for the end of year is right around the corner. You should already be, and if you're not, please work on this today. You should already be knee-deep in end-of-year strategy, giving Tuesday strategy, what to do, how, when are you going to send emails, when are you going to send direct mail, when are you going to post on social media. You should already be warming up your social media accounts. If they've been dormant for a little while, start posting on the reg- regular random stuff. It's time to wake up the people, time to engage, and the, you cannot be seen as someone who always has their hand out. If you haven't done a newsletter in a little while, do a newsletter. It could be an email newsletter, it could be a print newsletter. Whatever you need to warm up your people, do not go into this thinking it's just about asking for funds. You have to warm up the relationships and remind people of the value that your organization brings to the community and the way they can change a life by giving to your organization. So that's the introductory thing. A little ad if you need help writing, creating a newsletter, some strategy. We, our team at GrowGelt can help. Um, just give us, just shoot us an email or a text or a message or, or respond to this episode. However, you need to get a hold of us. If you don't answer within pretty quickly, try again a different way. Um, things are getting slammed around here, but we are here to help and we want to help. If you need help, we're here for you. So that's a little intro and ad for end of year fundraising. Now let's get to the issue at hand. I'm getting a lot of questions and the questions all essentially say this. My donors are pulling back from giving to my Jewish organization because they are supporting Israel. And some of them are even making me feel guilty for asking in the first place. So what should I do as a nonprofit director, as executive director, as a fundraiser for a Jewish organization? What should I do now to raise funds for our organization in light of what's happening in Israel? That's the question. That's the issue at hand. And today we're going to look at this issue, four or five different approaches. We're going to pick it up. We're going to turn it 
We're going to look at it one way, look at it another way, and at the end, you will be empowered and be able to raise a lot of money, maybe even a lot more money than you normally will. So let's, I want to get an, one thing, let's pick it up and let's talk about something that happens very often in, the, in, in, in nonprofits. Look, none of us are in this for the money. We are all directing nonprofits because we believe it in our mission. We believe there's something important that we can do with our life, with our time, with, with the resources that God has given us. And therefore, we've dedicated our lives to a certain cause. Whatever that cause is, we've dedicated our life to make a difference in the world around us. That's what fundraisers are. The thing is, everybody needs validation. Everybody needs uh, confirmation. Everybody needs to be heard, to be told, you're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. One of the tragedies, so to speak, of of growing up is that you don't get smiley face stickers anymore on your work. You don't get validation as much as you did when you're younger. And a lot of people trace back um, feelings and 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 um, neg- negativity to their childhood. There's another approach that a lot of positivity is traced back to your childhood. And as you grow up, you don't find that validation confirmation anymore. So what happens? We look for it in other places. We look for it amongst friends. We look for it from peers. We look for it from, from, from others. And when we do that, we give this enormous amount of power in other people's hands to for validation and confirmation. So what does that mean? That means... Well, why am I babbling about this? What does that mean? What does that have to do with anything? Here's the deal. If you're a fundraiser and you have a relationship with somebody and that person gives you $1,000 every single year because they believe in you, every time they give you a check, it's not just a check, it's also validation. It's also confirmation. It's also you're doing a great job. You're doing a wonderful job. Keep it up. And that is as important as the money. That feeling of thank you, someone out there recognizes, appreciates the work that we're doing. And now, when someone comes over to you and says, I have to give the money I normally give you to somewhere else, even if, and of course it is, a good cause, you not only are are losing the money, but you're also losing your confirmation, your appreciation, your validation, and you say to yourself, wow, does everybody feel this way? Does everybody feel that our organization is no longer relevant, no longer important, no longer needed, no longer uh, serving, are able to serve in the light of war? And the more people that pile on, the stronger this feeling of negativity gets. And we need to talk about this because this is perhaps the most important thing. It's the first thing and the most important thing. If you don't believe in your mission, nobody else will either. And if you are if you are threatened or haunted by people pulling out, then you it will come across in your attitude, in your communications, in your asks, and that's something we have to think about right now and address this first. And the answer is, of course, of course you're needed, of course you're appreciated, of course the the things that you do are necessary for you, for your community, for the people that you serve, and of course I guarantee you. Not a single person that pulls out of giving you money now wants you to close your doors. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Nobody wants you to close. So if you're not hearing this from anybody else, hear it from me right now. You are important. You are appreciated. You are needed. You are necessary. And the work that you do is invaluable. 
and we need you right now doing what you do every single day. So that's the first thing. If you don't believe this, it's gonna make your fundraising a lot more difficult. And I understand why you would feel this way in the light of what's happening, but it's just, it's just the normal cost of doing business. It does not, nothing has changed as far as the needs for your organization. That's the first thing, that's, that's Aleph. That's the first thing I wanted to share with you about your organization, about fundraising time of war. The second thing I want to share with you is when, so, so the question is, do you, do you stop fundraising entirely? Do you kind of push pause on just the asking? What do you do? How, how do we move forward? How do we, what, what do you do? You need to pay the bills. What do you do? Okay, so, so in other words, you agree with me that you're important, necessary. Okay, let's move on. Practically, what are the steps? So I'll tell you this. Practically, number one is you do not push pause on any communications. You do not kind of take a step back that we're going to scale down. People are not interested. People are still interested and you need to keep them informed. Do not do anything different than you normally would. In fact, maybe you would even increase communications of what you're doing and the programs that you're doing, the people that you're helping and the people that you're serving. Increase it. Don't push it down. There's in the light of news, everyone is everyone is consuming news in much more uh, way than before. They're looking for different sources. They're spending more time looking at stuff. You will have to shout louder in order for them to notice you. So you need to create more communications than normal. That's okay and normal. Do not feel like down or depressed or dejected that no one's that no one's looking. If if your email open rates have sunk or your click rates have sunk, don't worry about it. You keep keep it up, keep doing it because you will need uh, you need people engaged, and they need to hear from you. That's the first thing. Do not stop communicating. The third thing, or the second thing, as far as what to do practically, do not hide your asks. I've seen a lot of dangerous information out there. People are saying things like, don't ask now, or wait a few months to ask, or if you have to ask, ask in a PS, poppycock. All of that is nonsense. You have to ask, and you have to ask proudly, and you have to ask blatantly and clearly. There is no other way to do this. You need to ask now, often, and as clear as you can. And let me tell you a little bit about, about why that's important. Let me tell you a little bit why it's important. We're living in an age where anti-Semitic rallies and protests are happening around the country and around the globe. And we wanna be sure that Judaism, that Semites are not the ones in the shadows. So what happens is if, if there's an inclination of, oh, there's, there's terror, there's scariness happening in the world, let me retreat, let me keep my head down. Let me put my head in the sand. Let me kind of stay out of the spotlight. When you do that, just think about this. Just, just think about this picture. When anti-Semitism is in the open and Jewishness is in the shadows, what happens is you are normalizing anti-Semitism. You're saying, in a sense, yeah, we belong in the shadows. We belong on the side. Nonsense. Judaism, Jewishness needs to be clear and open and normal and blatant and proud and loud. And there's nothing, the more anti-Semitic there is, the more loud you gotta get. Because you have to be not, not like loud, like fighting loud. Not like, oh, we're gonna protest against each other. No, I'm talking about doing the normal thing that you do 
in a loud, proud way. Making sure you're in the newspaper, in the media, making sure that you're visible. You Not against anybody, just you are Jewish and you're here and you're not going anywhere. That's, that's, that's what you have to be. And your asks need to reflect the sense of pride, the sense of, of, um, of we're here, we're here to help, we do matter, this does matter, and we need your help. If someone tells you, if someone tells you or pushes back and says, you know, you really shouldn't be fundraising now because of everything's going on in the Middle East, you can explain to them that this is your Middle East. This, right here in your community, in your area, this is the same war. This is, this is that. Now, if you want to send money to Israel, I support that. And by all means, go ahead. Yes, they need your help desperately. But we also need your help here. And 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 don't be afraid to say that. And don't be afraid. Don't, don't discourage people from giving to your organization. Don't do things like, oh, yeah, you should give to Israel instead of us. No, you need to give to Israel and to you. That's the second thing. So the approach is... You have to ask clearly. Do not hide in the shadows. Not your ask, not your organization, not the things that you do. That's, so that's the second practical thing what to do. Now, as far as understanding the perspective, if you if you bought into what, we're, what I've been saying so far, then you understand that this war in the Middle East, that Israel's with Hamas, is a war against evil, is a war against anti-Semitism, and is a war that wherever you are, if you're a Jewish organization, you're fighting that right now. Wherever you are, you're fighting this war in your area, in your community, and the people that you serve. You are doing that. Why? Well, because because the same elements are everywhere. The same elements of people who don't un- who, who who hate Israel just because they hate Israel. People are against Jews and Judaism, and Jewishness. This is your war. This is the war that your donors can get involved in. So that's the second thing, or the third thing. I'm losing track of what number of thing this is. But to summarize so far, and I think we have one or two more things. Summarize so far. Number one, remember you're important. Number two, don't hide your ask. Don't stop communications. Increase your communications. Number three, don't hide your asks. Be clear and proud as to what you're doing and why you need the money. That's the, so those are the three things so far. I think we have two more things. Number four, um, we've shared many times on this program that emotions lead to actions. Every time. It, every act that happens is powered by an emotion behind it. Right? And, and marketers know this, and psychologists know this, and behavior analysts know this, and consumer behavior people, everybody knows this. That in every action you take is powered by an emotion. So, you will have in your community Jews and non-Jews who care about Israel, care about what's happening in the Middle East, and they're going to want to do something about it. You may even be getting calls right now. What can we do? What can we do? And I encourage you to channel that, the what can we do, for your organization as well. Because just like there will be some people who are pulling back from giving your organization because they're giving to Israel, there will be other people who care about the community that they're in and want to support Jewishness and Judaism in their community because of what's happening in Israel. So number four of what to do is to look out for new areas of funding because there will be a lot of people that are feel very emotional, emotive about what's happening in the war. They feel they want to do something. And now is the opportunity to tap into it. 
now is your chance to find new people that care so that you can help them make a difference in their own communities about something which they feel very strongly about. So, number four is find, use this opportunity to find new sources of funding. And for every donor that drops off, you should try to get two donors that drop, that come back, that, that are that are on board, that come on. And the way to do that is to create, get, remember to collect names and numbers of people who come to rallies and classes and people who call or can help. Look out for areas for people who are making their voice known and make sure they know that you're here and they can help in their own community in this war. I think I've gone on for enough time. It's 16 minutes and 12 seconds. So I'm going to stop here, even though there's a lot more to say in this topic. We'll probably do a webinar a little, a little bit in, in a week. I think I should do that. Let's, let's schedule a webinar in a week um, to talk on this topic more at length. We'll bring in some other industry experts on board. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing in the face of terror and being the light that has to stand strong and loud and 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 blatant and clear against anti-semitism against evil against you are in the war right now wherever you are and to our brothers and sisters and 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 in israel the families of the victims the hostages and our soldiers may god keep them safe and bring them back in peace uh, all together in the same land in the holy land thank you so much for listening i hope you have a wonderful day if you have any questions you know how to get a hold of me take care Thanks for listening to the Grove Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at grovegelt.com.